This time on Don't Evolve Me, we talk about The Mandalorian, Episode 3. I forgot what it was called. Chapter 19, The Covert. Chapter 19, yep. Oh, yeah. And then we talk about The Covert. Nachos. Yep, we go left turn and we talk nachos. Speaking of nachos, dude. Yeah. Like melted cheese on chips in the microwave. <laughs> is, is that good shit or not? It's pretty good. I feel like you have to have the right cheese. The right, just like Colby Jack. Colby melted Jack's cheese good. on chips, man. That's Delicious. Fair. That's fair. Microwave melted cheese. Wait, would chips. you rather have melted microwave cheese or would you rather have like the nacho cheese that's already melted and dipped on? Nacho cheese that's already melted and dipped on. Um, I like the I like the real microwave cheese on top of my nachos, man. <laughs> right. The cheese and you could dip it with the meat instead. That what? I didn't cue the music. I guess we're into it. <laughs> okay, it was already ahead of time. Okay, um, I guess that's our cue. Yeah, that cue the music. Cue the music. This is Don't Evolve Me, the place like Ash, Ketchum, and Pikachu. We don't evolve, we just level up. This is the way. This is the way. Donald, welcome back. Yeah, it's me again. We're Everyone's on time. Favorite. I know. We Are we on time? We are on time. Yeah, nice. I'm proud of ourselves. We're on time. We're actually doing the episode the week of, instead of like, you know. A day before. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, the day before, before for the preview, and yeah. then, you know, we're two episodes behind for the last yeah, one. Yeah, the first time ever we are on time. We are on time. Everybody, I would high-five you, but you're at a distance. We need, we need to take a picture of this really quick. Hold on one second. We're, we're at too far a distance for a picture. Um, I'm amazing. <laughs> <laughs> mental fo- mental picture? Mental picture, yeah. All right. Eh, did you get it? <laughs> I got it. Oh, I, I mean, I got it in here. Are we going to set it back to each other? Yeah, hold on. In time, this is how phones are going to work. It's going to be really weird. Wouldn't that be so cool? Just saying. I don't... <laughs> Mind send pictures on accident. You're like by your crush or something. God. What the... <laughs> Sorry! Stop staring at my ass. Yeah. What did you just take a picture of me for? I didn't mean to send it to you. <laughs> that, that Neuralink chip or something like that. Man, I feel like I'm getting old because I'm scared of like future technology. And I feel like that's an old person thing. Hey. The feels. Hey, I'm getting there. I'm almost 30. <laughs> I know. There's a lot of gray hair. There is a lot of gray hair. That's Fiddleigo, though. Wait, do you have gray hair? Are you part of the gray hair cobalt? <sighs> please. Look at this guy. Please as in you have gray hair? Or please, no, you don't please. Have... I don't. Look how good good I am. Oh, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome back. We're going to talk straight up Mandalorian. We don't have any news, but we can do Show Me Your Socks. Yeah, because like every episode, I always wear a fancy pair of socks. Jake didn't wear any socks. Like I, I had black socks on, and then I took them off because I got warm and sweaty. We got yelled at for swearing, so I can't. Jake, like he was a little. Hey, I do have some wears. A little One, butch. I got. I got. Oh, he's Batman. got wears. He's got wears though. He's got wears. I but got Batman. He's again. <laughs> yeah, probably. But uh, I wore my little Mandalorian oh, frog Grogu? Grogu socks. Oh, nice. Little little guy eating a frog and eating some drink. I need, Do you I need eat some, or drink pog soup? I don't know. He always drinks it, but they say eat I need it. some Grogu. I mean, I, I didn't even use my Grogu cup. Did you ever have pog soup? Ever had pog soup? Yeah. Not a real Mandalorian. There, there he is, little, little Grogu drinking his pog soup and little frogs on the socks, which there's more frogs than Grogu on the socks. It doesn't make any sense, but it's yeah. cute. Um, it's a snack attack. On the table, we you can't see it yet. Eventually, we'll get a camera where you can see all this. We got little Grogu with his little, uh, not pog soup, but kind of soup. We got Snoke, because I feel like Snoke is very relevant in this episode. Yeah, I would like to think so. And then I have First Order Finn. I don't know. I just I just feel very First Order Empire vibes, even with the New Republic. Yeah. it's um, It doesn't seem a whole lot better. And Jake's running a lot of Funko Pops. We could probably add some more. <laughs> a Star Wars ones. In, He's got in, plenty. He's got plenty. Time, I would love to. I, want, I need a Mandalorian one. Probably yeah. a Boba Fett. Probably. Just need a Mandalorian one. That'd be good. Mandalorian one's definitely yeah. necessary. Must have. I want to get a Mandalorian costume, just like my Doctor Strange costume. That would be expensive. That yeah, would be so fun. All right, for you guys who don't know, Donald has a like a three hundred dollar Doctor Strange costume, and he looks like Doctor Strange. Like he pulls it off pretty well. Yeah. And now we, need we a should post a costume. photo on Don't Evolve Me, which you can. We'll post it. You agree? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll send All it. All right, to you. we'll post it. 
Uh, we can talk story a little bit too because I was Stan Lee. Did we do that the first podcast? Did we do the first podcast? Yeah, we did. yeah man. We might have. Anyway, we'll we'll post the photo. You can yeah, see we'll it. give you guys the photo this time. Don't need to talk the story. And you'll be like, that guy looks amazing. What's his number? All right, before we get into it, what have you been nerding out to, Donald? Uh, what, what is it this week? I know it's only been like four days. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's only been four days. How can I nerd out to anything different? But I, I guess, you know, on my breaks, it's been the Peaky Blinders. The what? The Peaky Blinders. What's that? Yeah, what? You don't know what the Peaky Blinders is from the old British, uh, basically, mob? Kind of sets in sets in 1920s. Mm-mm. Little British mob that they, you know, try to make a legal business. You don't know Thomas Shelby? Nope. And there's actually a legit uh, gang. But yeah, anyway, it's super fun. It, it's <laughs> got Cillian Murphy in it. I could give you the description of it, but I'm going to probably give away too much of the thing because it's fresh in my mind because I just watched it on lunch. Oh, nice. <laughs> I don't want to be like, if I say that, that'll be there. But yeah, it's about basically, uh, you could call a mob gang, whatever you want to call them, mm. kind of the same kind of thing in the, the British Parliament era yeah. right after World War One, and how you know shitty life was coming out of the war for a lot of people and trying to start a legitimate business and doing it you know, from their non-legitimate gambling ways to becoming a legitimate hmm. gambling business. I'd probably be interested in that. And I, taking the I correct enjoy, steps in order to get there. I enjoy mafia movies. Like the Godfather, Godfather Part 2 are probably one of my two favorite movies. I'll say if you got a wife or anything, probably uh, girls tend to not like this show as much because obviously it is in the, it's in the gang era, so it's definitely male-led. I would be surprised if Sapphire <laughs> wouldn't it, 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 it. It's very, very, yeah, it's very good. I love it. All right. Very 1920-ish. You ever get to the World War vibes or right after World War? It's so good. Nice. I don't think I and have it's any... British, might. Huh? Peaky fucking blinder. <laughs> I don't think I have anything like new that I'm nerding out on. I think, yeah, it's been a crazy week, so I haven't had a time yeah, to has. just like nerd out. I don't. I don't and know the weather's I... just been shit. It has. We live in Minnesota. It's awful. Winter it just doesn't end. It went from like 40 degrees and raining to like full up blizzard in like an hour. Yeah, and it sucks. Everything's white. I think the only thing nerdy I have is I, my PC's finally built again. It's back and running. I'm pretty happy about that today. And the first thing I step and walk in the door, he's like, It's alive! You see the light? You it's see alive. it? You see it? It's, it's so on, cool. It's been on that desk for literally <laughs> just four like, ah, months. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's a big deal. You got it. It's a big deal. So I've got the computer back. All right. Uh, before we get in the Mando, I, do, I, I didn't bring this up to you. I do want to discuss Shazam. I want to give like a spoiler talk of Shazam. Not a spoiler talk, a spoiler free talk. But cool? I hasn't seen it. Huh? Hasn't seen it yet. I was supposed to see it on Thursday. You didn't see it yet? Yesterday. Uh, oh, yeah. Of... It was really snowy. Did you? I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I saw it with my I was supposed to. I was supposed to see it with a few people. Okay. I left work at five. Yeah? I definitely did not make it back in time to see the movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Anyway, hot t- <laughs> or fresh takes. That's why I hate the weather. Fresh takes. All right. So quick, quick, uh, my Shazam review or or I would say review. Spoiler talk. Shazam is one of those movies that's is very much in character still. So they're yeah. very much in line of tone with character. The way I would explain Shazam, this movie, is it's like the most best generic Shazam movie they could have possibly made. Well, that doesn't sound promising. Would you rate this movie? I initially the way your facial expression said that is like so. So the way uh, they did it, like, but come out like the, it was the, shit. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> okay, it's not the it's not the movie I would have made if I was Shazam. So yeah, okay. The best part about the I think most people can agree the best part about the original Shazam movie is the fact that they was just the when they when Billy got powers and yep. he became Shazam and he was just messing around with his powers and it was a him and Freddy just kind of like bullshitting the entire time and testing the powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that was probably like the best part of like that whole movie. And then uh, surrounded that movie was, you know, generic superhero stuff with like uh with Dr. Silva, I believe. I think that's his name or Sativa? No, not Sativa. That's uh, Silva, I think it's Doctor Silva is the actual yep. name. Yep, yep. Um, Track, can you hear? 
Yeah. So, like, everything with him is just very generic superhero stuff. So, the best parts of the original movie was kind of him, them just messing around, surrounded by the superhero parts. This movie decided to throw away basically what was good about the first movie and then just brought in the super, the generic superhero parts mixed in with like Shazam humor, Shazam tone. Which, and they did it to, I would say they did the best they could with this film. But I would have went the other route where I would just went with Shazam bullshitting. Like, um, me and Moser were talking about how it would have been a better movie if he was just trying to try out for the Justice League. And he was trying to, like, build up his strength and, like, doing all these tests to get into the Justice League. And then he meets all these Justice League characters and they're just, like, making fun of him. He's playing off these superheroes. I think that would just been a more fun movie that yeah. also kind of like leans into the hijinks of Shazam. But instead, they're like, we're going to make a super serious, but also still in tone, Shazam movie. And he's going to try to fight to save the world. Interesting. And so they did it well, I will say. And there's some uh, product placement that is very cringy. Yeah. Gosh, I hate that. But it's like, it's so cringy. It's so bad, it's good. Oh, and I'll, I'll talk about it. Like, you, you'll know it. <laughs> I'm probably going to love it just for the uh, Oh, no you'll puns, love it. So. <laughs> I think you'll love it. I think, I, I honestly, I can see Got you me. Just, Gosh dang it. <laughs> after, like, afterwards, like, me and Rumser were, like, watching it, and he's like, that was great. I'm like, was well, it great? <laughs> like, I kind of love it, but I'm also like, at the same time. Because it's, like, it's satisfying. Because in your mind, because it, I'm not going to spoil it, but basically, like, in the moment, your mind's saying it. And then the character says it in the most like dramatic way possible. And you're just like, I love that that happened, but also ugh. <laughs> it's so <laughs> disgustingly like okay. perfect. Oh, uh, let's talk. Uh, I do want to bring up one thing because it's not much. It, it's a spoiler, but it's not a spoiler. They kind of tease you with um, Gal Dot Wonder Woman in the trailers. Yeah. And I'll be honest, they don't. They, they tease up Wonder Woman a lot. There's a whole back and forth between Billy having a crush on Wonder Woman. She does come in the movie, but she's not like in the movie. She's just yeah. I kind of figured that. That's just kind of get a flam pull. It's a it's a cameo. It's almost like a cameo. The same thing they did. It's with also Marvel. just not a great tasting cameo because like what's happening in the story and her coming up. She comes up with like this very like superhero like oh yeah I'm here. But it's also it just doesn't fit the scene, and so it's also very cringe. Yeah, that's kind of worried about DC. That's why I think, think, thank you, James Gunn, take it in another direction. Oh yeah, and uh, there is uh, there is post credits. I won't talk about it, but it like it's confusing. The post credits are confusing. Yeah, you're trying to reset it though. Like that's a tough one. How do you reset? And there's a lot of. I mean, if you're a Zack Snyder fan, you listen and you thought he did a great job. I mean, we just instantly hate each other. That's fine. <laughs> I don't mind his vision. Because, don't mind like, his vision. Execution horrible. I don't mind his vision. I. It's one of those like, if they would have gave us like a true DC universe and then they gave us Snack Designer, I think that'd been okay because it's like a little bit different than what we're used to. It's a little bit dark and edgy. Yeah. But the fact that like they wanted to make a whole DC universe, but they did it with somebody who doesn't understand the characters, it's hard. It's it's hard to sell it because it's like, hey, this is not this is not the Superman I'm used to. This is not the Batman I'm used to. Batman's literally killing people. Yeah, it's not Batman. It's a vigilante of sorts. It's a cool playoff of Batman. It's interesting. It's just not Batman. Yeah. So we'll see. James Gunn. It's just it's coming. Oh yeah. I am excited for James Gunn. So yeah, Shazam. Um, I gave it three plus initially. I think after thinking about it, it's like a three, three minus. Yeah. Okay. Moser gave it. Uh, not to spoil his review. Five, didn't he? He gave it a mother. Five. He started. He started with a three. My <laughs> God. Damn it. He gave it. He initially agreed with me with a three plus, and then he's like, "It's probably a two plus." I'm like, "I don't." It's not, oh, okay. He's he's more okay. He's yeah, not he's he's reasonable like, about it. I'm like, no, it's not. It's not two plus. It's not a meh movie. It's very generic. It doesn't move the needle at all for superhero movies. If you want to skip it entirely, it's perfectly fine. I will say this though: it's an entertaining movie. Yeah, it's a fun movie to watch. I'll probably watch it tonight. That might be something I do before I go home. I think it's worth it. Yeah, just swing to the movie theater. If watch you do, it let me know. Yeah, man, let's go right after this. Let's let's go watch it again. I'm not going again. Oh. I got to spend time with the fam, man. Never mind. I'll go watch it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> but hey. Since uh, I missed out yesterday. But yeah. Um, all right. That's enough time on. Perfect. Let's go. Let's do it. All right.
No more fresh takes. Fresh no takes. More. I think that's it. That was all the fresh cakes we can no, make. No, this episode's a fresh take, man. We're oh, the whole oh, the whole episode. That's right. The Mandalorian. All right. This is the way. This is the way. Let's do it. Okay. So we start out with Mando is saved, or he's out of the water. Out of the water. Yep. Bo-Katan is questioning him about what he saw. Yep. I thought the scene was interesting because he Mando didn't see the mythosaur. Not at all. But, they, but we know Bo Katan seen and Bo Katan's asking, like, what do you see? And she kind of keeps it to herself, which I thought was very interesting, too. She's like, well, she didn't say shit. I'm going to say shit again. <laughs> That's kind of what I got was the vibe. I like question, like, how do you not see the mythosaur? Like, is it there? Is it not there? Did Bo Katan see it? Did Mando see it? I know. I don't think Mando would be lying about it. So therefore, he went in the waters and got dragged down. But Bo Katan saw it, and that's what he's asking. And just leaves leaves it at that. We'll see. I don't know. It was well. We'll see. I guess too. But just really weird that she didn't like say like, oh, yeah. So but. they both are in the waters. Um, she does it at proof. She's questioning his soul. Like this doesn't do anything different. You are literally. Yep. And then Mando, you know, takes a little while and. Yep, I wrote that down. Takes a little while. This is. They both are like this is the way, and she even said it. This is the way. Yep. Kind of agreed, so she kind of like kind of acknowledged that he's taking the water, doing the things that she saw the myth story. You kind of get that knowledge with a boat tan. Yeah, it's like all right, maybe 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 there's something here. It's kind of the feeling I got, but at the same time, she's kind of keeping it to herself. Not she's very. Know. I think she's at a place where she's able to be malleable. She's questioning yep. all of it, but she's malleable. She's yep. She's like okay, exactly. I'll go with this. I think she really is in demando, and she's like, oh, there's something here. But I think she's going with it, she's like, there's something here. I need to be a part of this. But what else also goes back to is when you said uh, uh, the, the armor, or Emily, whoever, Emily plays her, like when oh, she had the same thing, yeah, like Emily they Foles. see something in this person that, yeah, you know, this guy doesn't see, which is kind of cool. Same they're, feeling. They're but like low-key this time uh, propping him up as a leader. Yeah, low-key, slowly. It's a slow, bur- It's a slow burn, and I love slow burns. Something that does slow that burns awesome. that are done well, and I, I don't know if I would say Mandalorian is a slow burn show. Yeah, Andor definitely is. Yep, this is not a slow burn show, but they're up, they're play, they're not like jumping into this. They're Mando. not boom. This guy's a hero. He can do everything, anything, and nothing can touch him. Kind yeah, of style. He gets his ass kicked kinda, all the time. Yeah, I, I kind of like it. He's a badass who gets his ass kicked. Yep. Speaking of badassery, that Tie Fighter scene. I don't know if those are directly TIE fighters. It's like the new age looking TIE fighters because they weren't quite TIE fighter. No, wait, no, they're TIE interceptors. Technically. TIE interceptors, yeah. But um, yeah, was there TIE fighters in there? Just TIE, oh, just a ton of TIE interceptors. So like the okay. new version of the TIE fighter, pretty yeah. much. Which is kind of cool. That was a cool scene. I told you, Jake prediction, man. I that ship it. thing. They're gonna show off this the whole ship. thing. They just show off the ship left and right. They're like this ship is <laughs> for the third straight episode. They showed right. it off. Yeah. Well, because, yeah, I think it's good to show, like, how great that ship that he has and how rare it is and find something like how that. How fast it is, how much How fast, um, how elusive, yeah. I don't know how much we can talk about this scene. It was a very long scene. It was beautifully shot. Yep. My my biggest question is, what is, okay, who attacked him? I, I'm guessing Empire Remnants. Yeah. I mean, I think that's obvious with time. Why at that moment was weird. Why that moment? Why are they watching Mandalore? Are they taking out Mandalorian? Are they taking out Bo Katan? Who are they targeting? That's a big question. I have a lot of questions. Yeah, there's a lot of questions that weren't answered. But we'll, 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 I'll bring them up. We'll just bring them up as we go, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, they're attacking. We don't know who. We know it's probably Empire. Or they're chasing after Grogu still. We don't know. They could be chasing after Grogu. So who's their target? Bo-Katan, Mandalorian, or Grogu? Grogu. Yeah, but exactly. let's think about it. It was Bo-Katan's ship heading to Bo-Katan's planet. Yep. But so, the new Mando ship was on the planet. Maybe they didn't. Yeah, but they didn't attack the planet first. They attacked yeah. the ship. So the question is, it's either... It, to me, it seems like they're attacking Bo-Katan. Seems like it, yeah. Unless they had knowledge of what was happening. Or knowledge of where Grogu was at. Yeah. So unless it was one of those two, I'm going to assume that they're targeting Bo-Katan. They're targeting Mandalore. Why? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's what I was going to say thing too. I was like... I don't think they really... There's enough... And there's a lot of them too. Like, and you said there was like, oh, we got to get out of here. There is a lot coming our way. Yeah. So it's very targeted. I I have a feeling who this might be. The first the first guess is Moff Gideon, right? Yeah, right. Because um, later in the episode, they mentioned that he's gone. That he's he escaped. Yep. You remember that little tidbit? That little teeny tidbit when they first very teeny. He escaped, yep. and they like we're talking about how he escaped. Yeah. So is it could be Moff Gideon? 
I don't think it's Moff Gideon, though. You think it's something else? I mean, I think it's Admiral Thrawn. This feels like an Admiral Thrawn type of move because he's very calculated. Like Admiral Thrawn, the reason why Admiral Thrawn is so threatening, yeah, is because of his physical prowess. It's because his mental strategic prowess. He is a strategic master. If you watch Rebels, he's always constantly beating the Rebels. In the show, the Rebels always get the upper hand because the Empire is too com- they're too confident. They think they're this mighty force, and then they constantly underestimate their opponent. Thrawn comes in as this villain, as this general, and he he takes time to get to know his opponent. He respects his opponent. He doesn't underestimate his opponent. He always is a couple steps yeah. ahead of his opponent. Be a good ploy too. And this feels like because Moff Gideon's smart. This could be Moff Gideon. Moff Gideon's the obvious answer, but we've already had Admiral Thrawn being teased. Yeah, yeah, I've got quite a few teasers that align with, with that. Pergle, with so the Pergles. Well, it could depend. Like again, like, like this, there's a lot of new characters in Mandalorian, so you don't know how these people actually fluctuate in the story. If maybe they bring them all together or something, you don't. Yeah, this is all. That's what's so cool about the show too is like they're doing something like. Like when you walk into the show, you're like, I have no idea what's going to happen this episode. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're walking in like blind as can be, and that's what makes it awesome. I know that's that's really cool. So, all right, let's continue on. They uh, they're fighting. They're in a predicament because there's what seven tie interceptors, advanced ships, not tie fighters, tie interceptors. There, yep, more advanced ships, and they're in a ship that's not necessarily like it's not the greatest fighter ship i don't really know i don't know the class of the ship they're fighting or they're on and like they're vulnerable the shields are taking hits mando needs to get into his ship so there was that cool jump you know jetpack scene apparently they didn't realize that mando jumped out or maybe they did realize didn't care puts the mission that's the thing we don't know here's the thing though if they did notice that somebody would turn around bo katan Yep. That's who they're going after. Or they're going after Grogu. It does seem like... I still think Bo-Katan is the target. We'll continue yeah. on with it. Like, okay. So anyway, Mando descends. He goes into a ship. Really cool scene. Then they go, they go after Mando. And they try to attack the ship. And he gets off very last second. Yep. Ship battles. So many. So awesome. So good. Okay. That This whole scene is awesome. With the cliffs and stuff. This is very movie-like. Yeah, it was very well done. I, I mean, like, I was like on the edge of the seat. I'm like, this, I that got, got me so excited for the next scene. Like, who was these people? What are these next things? I'm so excited. Where are they going? What's happening? Yeah, and I'm like, I want. And all be... of a sudden, blip. <laughs> and I was like, what the fuck, motherfucker? God, fuck, damn, anyway, what the? <laughs> clip battle's amazing. Um, <laughs> anyway, that's kind of what happened for my mind. They're 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 crashing. She's going on the thing. Like, hey, I grew up here. I've you know. Yeah, I've done this before. And then you know, know, Mando comes out and he's doing his awesome thing. <laughs> Dude, if you were like looking back to like Mando's ship driving skills, guy's pretty clutch behind the wheel. He's very clutch. He's showing off. Showing, sh- just pointing that out. Every time that guy's behind the wheel, he does some stuff that like you're like, all right, this guy can drive cool. a ship. Star- yeah, he's like um, starfighter or star pilot or however you want to rank it, whatever. Yeah, it's, yeah. Just, just want to point that out there too. Like, he, you think he's like one of the best. Because like, you, you can see Bo-Katan, they even show like a, a good thing, like a small he, little detail in the movie. Bo-Katan still clips the cliff. You think he's Anakin in the good? movie? Because like, Anakin's supposed to be an amazing like fighter pilot. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he's probably Anakin good, and that's kind of what they're hinting at in these yeah. scenes too. Like, like Bo-Katan even still hit the the cliff with her mm-hmm. ship, and they show that a little bit. But when they show Mana going through, he's like flawless. Bo-Katan did have a cool flight maneuver at the end, though. That was pretty yeah, that sick. that flight maneuver was pretty sick. With I, the ship. Good way to show off her ship too. I will, I really like the end where it's like, any what's the damages? Oh, we got my shields, and then Mando's just like, not a scratch, not a scratch. Exactly. <laughs> they really, really point out like how good of a, a, a pilot he is. I'm like, just like, man, Pedro Pascal put a lot of charisma in that line. Not a scratch. Like, goddamn. Yeah, but but it's so true though. Like, yeah, like even rewatching that scene, you rewatch it. Yeah, you'll see her ship kind of do weaker maneuvers. All right, hits so, the cliff. So yeah. um, I wrote good this pilot. down. Scaredy Droid. I don't know his name. I feel like I should know his name. Here, let's see if I can pull it up. Um, I really like 
<laughs> he faints during this whole thing, and I'm like, I hope he's, I hope he's a main character because he's a good little <laughs> background side character. I just like seeing him <laughs> faint and him just being afraid. I'm like, hey, at least one of these characters are afraid. Oh, of course, it's back. the droid. Yeah, he gets back up a second time and falls over. Again. I want to know what the droid's <laughs> name is. I don't. It doesn't say on this page. Okay, never mind. We'll... Just it's a scary droid. Scary droid. I mean, that's yeah. That's what it is. All right. Um, and then so they. They attack Bo-Katan's castle. They bombard it. Yeah, it blew up. And she's gone. devastated and pissed. She's, like, ready to take on the entire freaking TIE Interceptors. They took yeah. it down seven. Like, 20, 30 more show up. And they race to get out of there. Yep. Which, yeah, that makes sense. You just took, you barely just took down seven, and now there's 30 more. So this is very, it's a very strategic attack, right? They are attacking Bo-Katan. Also, didn't Mando take down six to one? I think so. I think just, it was six just want to one. point that, that fact out there too for people. Six for one. This guy uh, can drive a. Well, ship. no, well, I don't know if there were seven exactly. She did take out at least one or two of them. Well, no, she took one with the cliff. So yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. at least one. She, there might have been two. Um, so she's at least two. Yeah. So whatever the number was, um, I don't know. Yeah, this. But anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue on anyway. So they're yeah. making him zipping on out of there. They zip them out. So this is very strategic. This is why I think my first thought is Admiral Thawne. There's a lot of evidence for Admiral Thrawn because Moff Gideon's smart. This could be Moff Gideon, but we haven't seen this level of like strategic play. Or yeah, that's why I said both of them are really good. Do they both work together? Because that might like be a if, thing too. And I feel like if this I was is, thinking both of them together because Moff Gideon in the first few seasons seems like a very smart. Even when he got beat by Mando, he yep. wasn't like sneak. It's almost like he knew what he was doing. He seemed, he's very, like, he's intelligent, but I don't, I and feel like he's over, I feel like he's almost too confident, which is, like, the biggest weakness of. Which is why I can see them both coming together. Yeah. That's that's where I might, that's why I'm saying it's a new series, bringing, bringing all these characters in together. Be, I don't know, that'd be cool, mm-hmm. but. All right. That's the on. dream. Left turn. Let's left turn this. Nacho time. Nacho time. <laughs> very much so nacho time. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. I, I I still think cheese is probably melted on. Not like the melted cheese microwave. I think cheese that comes already melted and you do it. The pre-saucy cheese is better? I think so. I think, I think overall be. it's probably better. But if you're home at night one day and you're like, you have cheese and you have chips and you have no dip, oh, you're like, let no. me sprinkle some of that cheese on there and put it in the microwave and it's delicious. I've done it before. Delicious can be. You can't overdo it though. <laughs> I'm just saying. You can't overdo it though. That's the thing. And you have to eat it right away. I mean, who doesn't eat their nachos right away when they get it? Who's like, nachos? I mean, have some Give kid. me 30 minutes. <laughs> you, you get kids who are upset, and it happens. Yeah. Well, you just microwave another batch. <laughs> that's how that works. That's fair. You throw that away like, old, uh, new, but yes. All right. Nachos. Let's take another left turn. Coruscant. Yeah. The the convert, right? That's the episode. The, the convert. Yeah. The con- covert? No, it's convert. Convert. Yeah. Convert. Convert. Which is an interesting, yeah. interesting title. To say the least. Very right. much so. So, Convert, this is a this was a left turn for the episode, and I actually really enjoyed this left turn because I lo- I love the lore for it. It just it wasn't Mandalorian, but I'm okay with it. At, okay, at first, I was pissed. <laughs> <laughs> Let's be honest. At first, when this thing came on, I was like, "Where are they going with Mandalorian? They're gonna figure out who these people are." I'm so excited to see what happened here. So, Ooh, let's go next. That ship battle was so epic, and we're like, "Boom!" No Mandalorian. But, Mando. I, feel like, and you're but like, I feel like this ties in, though. It does tie in really well for the whole scene. Which that's why at first I was like, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> but, All right. So, what's really oh, man, cool? We, we see Coruscant, which anyway. I think the effects of Coruscant is like the best we've ever seen it. Oh yeah, like yeah. I mean, this is better than you've probably ever seen the prequels. Like they're yeah, the just prequels, like, oh. yeah, like these. It just felt like a green screen where this doesn't feel like it feels like an actual city. Yeah, yeah, it's it's expanding that city too for everybody too, so it's kind of nice. It is, and, and it was did expand really. Oh, well, I guess you're probably going there. But yeah, we didn't get in the original. We get in some cartoons, but this is like the first live action. Where we're like, oh man, because Andor explored a little bit like during Empire times, but this is like post Empire, post uh, yeah, this new Republic. Yeah, exactly. It's like post Empire, and then how to like reattribute some of these Empire people into the society, yeah. like how how they're doing it. It really showed that. Beginning really well, like, mm-hmm. oh, you're at this level, you passed your thingy thing, now you're going to this next area, and you kind of see the living areas. Like, you can see that the New Republic is trying to do well, mm-hmm. but they're also just trying to forget about the Empire, I guess, in a way, which I got Yeah, but they also this, f- but... feel like they're following the steps of the Empire as well. 
Like they are following. You also, yeah, you do get that when they're at their station. They're, but you see little splashes of trying to do better. Yeah. But it's still like the same. Like you can put that There's two and two There's still together. that like oppressive force, especially yeah. with like the amnesty program with the scientists. Yeah. All right. So I wrote this down. My first thought was award show. Like we're getting a award show in like these elite Coruscant. But it wasn't a award show. It sounds like it was more of a science TED talk. Yep. Where he was talking about his research, which made, my first thought was. I also wrote this down. Scientist dude in like explanation points. So I was excited <laughs> to see him. I was, I was excited. I'm like, oh, I want to know more about this guy. He wanted Grogu, but he seemed like a cool dude. He seemed like a nice dude, yeah. Yeah, like he just works for the Empire, but he, like, he wants what's best for his... And he saved Grogu's life. Otherwise, he would have yes. been dead. Yeah, it's cute. And you're like, that guy, yeah, he's going to do something and great. And the research twisted for cloning. He talks about cloning. We have Snoke on here, which... Or the reason why he cloned too about his mother and his heart. He just wanted to find a way. You yeah. Know, mother needed a heart. So he's like, oh, so he has really good intentions for his cloning. Like, yeah. that's, that's and the kind of vibe he gave it. And cloning is one of those, like... I know there's a lot of um, ethical, moral... Yep. Uh, qualms with cloning, but there is a lot of benefits yeah. to cloning that's, as well. That's what you get the feeling. He's trying to talk to the benefits of the cloning for these people so they can have these things I will that say they don't have. Them. During like, this reward cool. show, it seems like a lot of people respect him, and a lot of people are like, oh man, this guy's really smart. And I thought you'd be really, really high, but we learn no, nah, they don't treat him that way. He is just another scientist that is part of an impressive program. Yep. Arguably rightfully so, because it's very reminiscent of the Nazi soldiers that came to America. Yep. And he doesn't doesn't give a lot of freeway, and also they basically treat him as an Empire spy, which understandable especially with the story that so, we just watched yeah so then they try to like yeah yeah that's why i like when they try to like that you learn about the amnesty program like here's their this is where they talk really briefly about like kind of how they got there it's yeah. kind of that little so you don't want to just take anybody and just throw them right to this level of amnesty program take steps in order to get to this level really so it was really the way they set this up too so you have all these elites like flirting with them essentially they're all like Talking about his cloning program, they're all like, "Oh yeah, you're really smart." I thought it was just interesting because it doesn't seem like these elites really like understand the situation. They're just how do I phrase this? I don't know. They're just up here. Yeah, know? they feel like they're on the plateau. They like, don't seem like they're aware of like what's really happening. And yep. I know I heard this a lot too, where it just seems like the New Republic is very. What's the word? Incompetent? They, they don't seem like it's... Yeah, they don't really know what they're doing, I guess. is kind of like they, they're happy it's gone, but they don't know how to completely properly function. So they still There's a lot of connections to like um, the sequel trilogy here. Yeah. With the New Republic, because the New Republic has failed. Like the First Order, is the White Finns on here, did come up and they were kind of like... They didn't really were aware that the First Order can attack them the way they are. They didn't view them as a threat. Yeah. They didn't take things the way they should have taken things. Yeah, they shouldn't. They weren't. They, they weren't really paying attention to and what was going on. And you see this here. And you see that in multiple people. You see it with the rich people. You see it with the guy that you know. The 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 supervisor of the Su- amnesty. supervisors. Yeah, the supervisor of the amnesty program. And then like the robot, the droid is the one who's like you know the person. It's like oh that I would hate that. Like if I'm part of this like program trying to get in society, and the person I'm talking to is a droid. Even though droids in this universe is more. You know, like to have sentience. Yeah, but this droid that was talking seemed like more of an AI rather than an actual like sentient droid. Yeah, yeah, you have a person talk to him because I mean, even because even ask the questions and the droid kind of goes through it's just a protocol thing rather than yeah actual like what he actually wants to ask. If there's someone in front of him, might have been a different story too. Right, and like if there was that person that was like there to talk to him, and it, it just felt very. We're oppressive. further into the into the story, <laughs> the more and okay. more we talk about it. But... So anyway, um, so the. I wrote just down there. This episode is definitely world building, and I love all of it. I yeah, I'm all for world building. I'm like, this is not necessarily a man like taking the Mandalorian forward, but it still does in a big way. Yeah, but this is very much we're building the world. We're building the New Republic. Um, they scrapped the New Republic show because of the Karen Dune saga. Yep, I forget the actress's name. It's okay. So they scrapped that show. Cheetah Karan. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's uh, fine. Um, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's canceled anyway. 
Yeah, but yeah, they take you to the yeah the world building of the show, so you kind of get an understanding. Because this is a very like one of the critical pieces to understand like the world around you before they get to the actual mm. meat of the story. So I think it does a lot of of meat adding, kind of like what you originally like about the Mandalorian or like a Game of Thrones. Same same kind of concept of Game of Thrones, yeah. right? They're going to show you Jon Snow, we're what you're plant super, the seeds. what you're super excited for, and all of a sudden we're going to watch these other three random characters. No one gives a shit about you know like. They're planting seeds exactly. and they're letting it grow, which I love for... That's definitely a slow burn show. Yeah. And this show, I wouldn't say slow burn, but they're taking more of a slow burn approach and they're using seeds that they've already planted in other episodes that we didn't even know there was a seed. Speaking of which, I think Elia? Elia? Yeah, Elia? Elia? Yeah. Yeah, I think Elia, That was a seed. Yeah. She was on the ship that Pershing was on, Dr. Penn Pershing. Yeah, the Penn Pershing and... Uh, with Moff Gideon so he was so like oh I didn't know you brought people from this ship and that's kind of yeah. where you get that little snippet so alright so this is what I wrote they're planning big things Like they're, they're this, ep- this is here for a reason they're planning big things effects look great because the city looks great we already talked about it science dude's not content he's not content with his background his, but his he's, background is the new republic order how things are working yeah he's but he wants to do good he wants to do good and he's being limited to basic science work i don't not even basic science he's limited to like anybody work just deleting the files yeah deleting files not even really doing not actually learning from the empire just like i said forgetting about it and deleting it like it never happened which is one of those it's wasted talent it's wasted potential you have this amazing doctor who's growing up in front of the audience talking about cloning and you have him doing that yep like that's what you have this guy doing yeah and and they're taking that same concept of of that nazi approach at the beginning too like you know it's Get rid of them, all of them. Burn and, them all to hell. And he's basically just like, Burn okay, everything. I'm just here to serve the New Republic. I just do what I can. I just, you know, like... He's, trying to be the good person. Trying to still but he understand. he wants more. But then someone shows up. Aaliyah shows up. And my first thought was, girl seems like a spy. Well, they... Well, this is where the music and the, the soundtrack goes yeah. well. Like, you see, when they first introduce you, you the little... Well, even, like, her watching him, like, she looks like Empire watching him. Yep, and then the way she acts and does things. And then she's very, like, seductive in that way of, like, hey, I'm going to be your friend, we're going to be together, we're going to do these things. And it's like, okay, she's either really into him or she's honeypotting him. Yep. It's a honeypot. Yeah, we all we all knew it was honeypotting him. I think it was pretty obvious. I mean, it's pretty obvious to the soundtrack and the score, like, she was honeypotting him. So you the Empire's was... making moves. Somebody's making moves. This feels like Admiral Thawne, does it not? I mean, you don't it really feel... know. It, it like it could be very. I mean, I, I, I know of the character from writings and yeah. things, but yeah, I it feels very Admiral Thawne. It feels very well thought out, but this is where Moff Gideon ship. This is where I think the two are coming converging yeah. together because they do do the snippet mm-hmm. of he's not there. You do get the the other things that point out to Admiral Thawne. So it's, it's almost like a convergence of the two, which would be like a perfect empire build. Yeah. So I didn't write, really it. write much more. Cause I feel like this whole episode, there was a lot that was happening. Um, one, the glow pops, the fizzle fusion pops, whatever they're called. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, when they go, go into the city center. They're like gold. Uh, they're like just the effects. I really just like seeing all the people. Also, did you hear the number of how many people are in Coruscant? Trillion. Yeah, a trillion people. I'm like, holy. Like, That's how big, like, the inner city, well, it's basically like the, really the inner city of the. That's the whole galaxy, planet, right? but a trillion people—that's yeah. a lot. Like we're at eight billion, and that's like that's that's we're eons compared to a trillion. It's kind of yeah. It was kind of a key point of like how big this society is, which makes sense now because now if you look at the, which again it's world building, right? Now you're yeah. looking at the Senate platform, you see those few thousand people and how big it was, and all those people, and they're like all things start to like. I also World just build. like the this the random like tidbits too how like people view Coruscant as the center of the universe but it's not actually in the center I kind of like that little tidbit um, yeah it kind of gives you an idea like they are the like the like the capital right it's like the yeah. capital of everything not actually in the center of the universe but like this is where everything everything runs through here um so yellow cakes apparently they're talking about what they missed during the Empire days and he's like I miss those yellow cakes she went and got him yellow cakes yep. Which also was kind of fishy, like, oh, these are Empire Yellow Cakes. Where did she get Empire Yellow Cakes? She's still Empire type bot. Like, yeah, I mean, like, it was definitely hinting, like, yeah. There's and some, then she's like, then she persuades him to do his lab, which is like really interesting. Why are you pushing this? Yeah, What's, why would she? Yeah, why is she in there knowing exactly? And also because she was also in that meeting thing. Yep. She, she, you show, she, they show her pop up and that, and they're just watching. 
it's like almost she was planned to be there. Yep. It was very. I mean, the ship mentions like, yeah, this is very well calculated. Like you said, this is where Admiral Thrawn comes into play. Yeah. But they also talk about Moff Gideon. This is where I think it's coming together for both. And eventually, she convinces him. It was a very slow burn. This this is why it feels like it was Andor, just because yep. it showed like the kind of the oppression, uh, the impression, oppression that was happening. Even though it's New Republic, they're not trying to be oppressive, but like they're oppressing the amnesty program. But it is, yeah. Um, they didn't give them the benefit of doubt, but they're still like there's a leash there. Um, she's pushing for it. They, she finally convinces them. It takes 20, 30 minutes of her. Twenty minutes, yeah, or so. And they finally do it, and they go into old starfighter ships. Yeah, Empire. The old starfighter being taken down. Also, really beautiful scene. Like, yeah. What do they do with all this crap? You know, kind of gives you a little closure on. Yeah, like the Empire is done at least in the middle of the universe yeah, or the just, middle of the galaxy this, this is why i said it's really questionable just take it all and just destroying it rather than actually utilizing the equipment that's there they're not right doing what's best they're doing what's gonna make them free yeah they're demissing the empire rather than just like taking the empire stuff so he gets he gets the lab he gets everything he needs to make continuous cloning and then something happens she turns him in yep and First, how does the New Republic not see through this? Right? Yeah, I mean, that's a, a kind of a flaw in the movie, but, like, how else do you do it, right? Like, I don't know how, like, she turns him in, and, like, she's, like, a double agent. So she basically just set him up. Set him up, yep. And then takes the lab equipment. Takes, she takes the lab equipment well, in front of them. She takes the lab equipment, and they, show, they don't show what she actually did with it, which yep. is, I think, a key point of this. And then... Meaning they want they want whatever it is needed to make clones so yep. it seems like they're continuing the clone program which makes sense that's a new trilogy um hence snoke palpatine yep um which makes me still think admiral thon or moff gideon or, or both or yeah. both i mean both it's definitely both because they do throw that tidbit again just to remind the audience um they throw the, the in the amnesty program they're talking about like moff gideon escaped yeah they, they, yeah, they throw that tip in and he escaped, but you're still having, like, Admiral Thrawn-like items and cute... Or maybe they're trying to, like, pin either one, and it's going to just be in a reveal. It could be that way, too, but, you know, both, I think, is... I think we're, we're made to think it's Moff Gideon, but I think it's Admiral Thrawn. Yeah, that's what it could be, too. But I, do, ho- I, I hope think, it's for both, because that'd be really... It'd be sick. Well, I think they're working together, or at least they're working, like... Yeah. Face, or maybe it's not together, but maybe it's, like, they're working part... How do I project. explain to it? They're for the same side, but they're working against each other and competing. Yep. That could be an option. Who knows, though? We're just guessing on Admiral Thawne. I mean, we're guessing on this whole show almost. That's what's cool about it, too, like I said. Oh, yeah. The guesswork. But, yeah. So, like, what do you think? Uh, okay, so the, he goes into brainwashing. Yep. New Republic is doing brainwashing, which is kind of like... Basically a lobotomy. They're doing a lobotomy. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> a light... When they try to make it play, we're not doing as a heavy lobotomy they used to do. We're doing a much lighter version of lobotomy, and you're like, uh, but they don't ask them I, questions at all. They don't. They don't. They don't take the next steps to do the humane thing, which is like, hey, what are you doing? Because if yep. they simply just ask, like, what happened, he would give a completely different tale of events. Like, yeah, I there's was... no trial and justice system yet, and it's like the failure of the new republic. You get yeah. to, to they didn't do the trial justice system like you would have in a, in a proper running society. It's just. Like, ask questions. Don't, like, just jump into things. Just jump them in. Like, oh, but we're not doing it as bad as they were. I mean, that's the, that's the reason. You're like, oh, we're not the Empire because we're not doing it like they did it. We're doing we it. We don't have bad intentions. You're still doing bad, Yeah, you're doing bad shit, things. Yeah, like. exactly. Which is, yeah, we all know it fails. So so I think it's very key And then they let her point in. Out. They let this person in to watch, and then they leave her. Like, wh- how does she get this so much, like, freedom? She gets to take the box. She's not questioned. They take her word for it completely, and then they let her stay in the control room to. Yeah, there, there's something she. I think she was. She, she might be more. We don't know this character very well either. Though. That's the thing too. Yeah. Like, this character could be a lot deeper involved with other things than we think. Maybe she's a, a double spy. She's a spy for the Empire Remnants, whoever Moff Gideon or Abaddon. But she's also like the spy in the New Republic for the Embassy program. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's the only thing that makes sense. Because like, or, how do you yeah, keep... or she already had like multi, yeah, a double spy, basically a spy for the Amnesty program is the best way to say it. Yeah, but also a spy for that. So yeah, double, double dipping, double dipping. All right, um, what do you think about this? The whole like, where would you rank this? 
Or like, how would you rate it? Do you like that they did this? Do you hate it? Do you think this was worthy? Of- like I said, at first, because they had such a great epic start to the Mandalorian yeah. star fight, it went in, and I was like, yeah, why? But then again, the more and more I think about it, and the more and more you critically watch it, like I think it's a, a good key piece to what yeah. they're trying to build out. Um, overall, and they still it, gave us Mandalorian answers, which yeah, we'll get it, into. It's hard to again. This is an episode critically. If if they take it the right direction, it comes becomes better. But that's right now. Why I, I can see it this as a episode plus. being known as like one of the better episodes of Mandalorian. Yeah, I say three plus for now. If they take the story in the right direction, get the four four plus area. I'm like at the four minus at least. Okay. For now. Yeah. Okay. We're pretty close then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, like I said, it depends how they they finish the writing, I guess, because yeah. everything's a piece to something, right? If you look at anything... I mean, this could individual. be a four for me, too. I don't know. It's, I think overall it's a great episode. I think four it's, minus, it's a, I'm like, yeah. I don't know where this goes. I don't know where this leads. But I'm like, I'm intrigued. I'm in. No, oh, I'm, like, I'm bought into Mandalorian right now so hard. I'm like, what's the next episode coming out? All right, let's talk, uh, let's talk Jin Jar and Bo-Katan. Then so. boom, we go back to the Mandalorian. I'm like, woo! Oh, what man. we've all been waiting for. John Favreau's character does not like Din at all. Doesn't yeah? Doesn't even like. Doesn't seem like like Bo Katan either. They don't nope. like anybody that took. Well, up that he's Clan Feliz, and I think there's Feliz and Katan. There's that um, yeah. back and forth. I mean, so, Feliz tried to hate the dark saber from Mando. Yep. So there's that, and he's no. He's an apostate, so he's like get out of here. Um, Bo Katan seems unsure to be here. Yep, she's like, uh, are "You sure you're going back? You're actually going to do that?" Bo again. This is where Bo Katan's like, "You see her. You see her like." In that phase of what is this? What am I doing here? Yeah, muddling phase of between. She, does, she doesn't agree at all, but she's like, I, she's very susceptible to this, this point. It seems like. Yeah. Um, and then. But yeah, he has proof. Um, yep, proof shows the armor. Shows the vial. Said, yeah. The vial does some magic stuff, which I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, when she dips in a certain water, yeah. you see, like, she's like, yeah, this is legit. He's a Mandalorian now, and then she doesn't end there too. She kind of goes like. So you also bathed in the water? Kind of question, yeah. like. And then she's like, "Is not part of this religion? Did you take off your helmet? No. You are now. You are. Like, in. You are now until you do. This is the way. And, and I thought that was interesting that she just accepted it. She's part of it. She it ca- well, I think you see a little bit because she kind of shows her just face stalling because this could yeah. just be good for writing and directing too. Like she face stalls for a little bit, almost like she's thinking about. Maybe there's something to this or, or not. It gives you that impression anyway. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like they do really got her up showing that that she's might be questioning a few things or oh, maybe yeah. not. Maybe I want to know what her um, her agenda is. Yep. I don't think she has an outright agenda. I think she's just going with the flow at this point. But I want to know like what her overall plan is. What's her... Because she wasn't expecting any of this. She's just kind of going with the flow. There's like she Following Manda. Well, because she could have easily just said, like, here's your thing. I got to protect my home. No, mm-hmm. she, she followed him through at... She's kind of trying to see where it goes too. Like she's following, which is kind of gives another leadership kind of push to Mando. Like yeah. she's just following the Mando. He's a leader. Here. Dan everywhere. Like not giving him quite that. You don't see him in a leadership role, mm-hmm. which also yeah. Like I said, it's too exciting. There's so much writing, little small things, and it all depends where they take it. And all right. So that's some questions. Off. We already asked a lot of these. Perfect. Which is one Empire remnants Thrawn maybe why attack. That was my second question. Let's let's go first question. What's the game plan for the series? Where do you think this is going? I think this is a setup. This 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 whole season, I think, is going to be a setup to like a bigger bad. Yep. Like Admiral Thrawn. We're just going to set up at the end. We're going to see the big, like a true villain. So we're having like. Stories. I'm pretty sure that's Admiral Thrawn. And we're also going to kind of set up a lot of lore to Mandalorian to 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 what it takes to bring Mandalore mm-hmm. back. So you're gonna find out like this is what it is. This is this yeah. is the creed of what Mando's mission and goal. I'm trying to, to figure out where the Empire Remnants. Where they go with this? The Empire Remnants. Yeah, like what? what like, with this question, Empire Remnants. Like that. This is the Empire, right? This is who we're dealing with. It has to be. Right. Thrawn, maybe eventually. Well, probably. I think these are different people. The Empire, because. I think they pointed this back out in season one or two. This is where I think, like... First Order, maybe? Was, like, you got the Empire, but not everybody in the Empire was so diabolically... They did a really good job with those movies, like, because it meant for a basic audience, good, evil. Yep, casual. They're showing kind of that Empire side. You still know it's evil, mm-hmm. but they have that some more of a 
honorable evil to them, which I love. Emerald Thrawn that's, is definitely that. That's kind of what I'm thinking about. We're seeing they're, they're building like the Empire Regiment is more like, no, this is the honorable evil people. Because there is that in the world. And yes. I think it's a very, that's why I think the show is really good in the, the adult aspect of it, if you're paying attention. So you've got the honorable evilness of the Empire that would still exist, even if a rebellion happened. Right, there's people that are always going to think they're right in their own mind, and then those are the honorable, evil people. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And it's kind of cool to see it because they wouldn't just go away if if these people were the ones that truly thought they were doing something that's going to be better for the world. I mean, just like that doctor wanted to just do something better for the world. Yeah, they're they're playing with both sides of that. Well, right. right now they're playing with the honorable, evil side, and the evil good side. Yep. Which is, it's cool. It's the exact opposite swing we've seen in Star Wars. Which I really like. I like the nuance between it. It's very yep. Andor-like, where it's not, hey, like New Republic, they're good, but they're not necessarily they good. Yeah, it shows you when someone, when it's, you can have greatness in your heart, but if you're not running it right, doesn't really, is it, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I love it. So that's kind of where I think the Empire is. They're trying to show like the honorable side mm-hmm. of it, and it's, it, it's always going to exist. Right. So it's Next cool. Next question. Why attack? What's the purpose of the Empire attacking Bo-Katan? So it seems said, like this it's is, on this her. is kind of what we, yeah. It seems like it's on her. I mean, it could be why why attack why attack Mandalorian space or Mandalore space? I should say. I think there's a lot of parts that can go in. I mean, there's there's so many things, but I, I think that I think this more comes down to the l- little baby dude, Grogu. Little Grogu. Yep, I don't call baby dude, but it's cute to call. Could, him I mean, it, it makes sense with the doctor, right? What's yep, the you doc- got the doctor. My next question is, what's the doctor for? Palpatine, Snoke, both? Like, it's what's... not like they ever gave up looking for the little guy. Yeah, and it's not like anybody was like uh, Moff Gideon was like, oh, I guess I'm here to beat like, Mandalorian. He could have just walked away from the Mandalorian. No, they're huge, going after the little dude. He's a huge part. He's a huge part into it. So I wouldn't be surprised if they're like Grogu is still like that huge get for them. I'm just really curious of like why Bo-Katan because it seems like they're attacking her not Grogu unless they know something that they haven't shown yet well she well but you you kind of would get the feeling of if, if you're with someone like she's not villainous towards and very she's very protective just like the Mando mm-hmm. was of this child yeah so and if she's that protective of them and you have to go after both because they know how good the Mandalorian was you also mm-hmm. know Bo-Katan well what if we take out that another asset that's kind of the way I'm viewing it I'm yeah. going to take out this asset for you make her hurt Yep. So she doesn't want to help you. So that's kind of where I get that like mindset motivation. Like Admiral Thon, right? You're trying to be smart about it. Yeah. Bo-Katan's going to be a really good asset if she ends up protecting Mando. Mm-hmm. Let's get rid of her home, her stuff, her things. That's one less piece I have to play at the end. That's why I think Bo-Katan. Could be. If it was that kind of so much sadisticness. Fun. All right. I have two more questions. Two more. Uh-oh. So with the Mandalorians... There's got to be conflict, right? Oh, yeah. There's going to be... What type of... Uh, that's where I think it's going to end up. Where does that story go with the Mandalorians? So I think there's going to be two sides of the story, right? This whole thing's always going to be two sides. There's going to be a, man, a fight for Mandalore, yep. and there's going to be the fight over Grogu. I think they're both always going to exist. Yeah. The Mandalorian, the, the side of Mandalorian, because there's a huge war between the Mandalorians. Uh, this is This is going to be the war that... I think there's going to be like a conflict that's going to be between them that's going to end... Mm. And, and still be able to fleet. rebuild Mandalore. There's still the, the the stolen fleet. Yep, that's still out there too. And then now we have the yeah. Children so you're gonna launch. what I'm thinking is that they're coming into like a the the two sides of the coin. Right? There's really two characters when we first started the Mandalorian. You you saw the Mando and you saw Grogu. So they're yep. gonna continue with those two sides, and eventually maybe they'll converge. It's where I think where we see Grogu become the Mandalorian Jedi. Yep. That's kind of what, what they... That'd be so cool. Asked, yeah, it would be so cool, right? So you're going to see that Grogu, why he's so important thing, and the Mandalorian are going to realize why he's so important. He's going to be a Mandalorian at the time that mm-hmm. they realize he's important because he is a foundling right now too. Mando. Yeah. So you're going to get the war of Mandalore to bring Mandalore back. You're going to get the war for Grogu, and they're going to come together as one because Grogu eventually yeah. will be Mandalorian. All right, next question. That's, that's the guess, y'all. That's the guess. Next question. With the next episode, which is directed by Carl Weathers, who is Grief Cargo. Yep. What are we expecting for next episode? I have no <sighs> clue. Gosh, yeah. I mean, that's what makes this so fun. We don't have any... I don't have any idea, really. I mean, the ideas I expect... Again, they're going to start where they're at now, kind of mm-hmm. then that on their donor study with everybody. They're all like celebrating, but there's going to be someone that 
John Favreau's character is going to be mad. This is also written by John Favreau and Dave Filoni. So this is a Dave Filoni episode, which possibly could mean other characters. We still have to see Sabine Wren. Yep. She's supposed to be coming. And with the Purgles in the first episode, there's still a possibility of Ezra and Admiral Thrawn. So I think there's going to be a thing where, you know, they have some... That's going to hint at like a little internal, more Mandalorian conflict while they're all together and they got both got redeemed. Yep. That's going to get... Re- you think, it's uh, going to seem like it's got resolved. They're going to leave and go back. Bo-Katan's going to talk to Mando. Neither. Either they go together now, which would be cool. That'd mm-hmm. be badass. Or, you know, Bo-Katan says, I got to take care of some stuff now that she's, you know, got her Mandalorian thing back and maybe she brings her old... Try to find crew members. Good. She might go off that way. I mean... But I'm thinking they come together. They're gonna. My 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 hope would be, I guess, if if they go the only way, that's kind of cool too. But I'm thinking if the Mando and I would like to see them come together and start to do some of these things together because they got really cool character arcs. I can, see that, I can see, it would see that build, or I can see her going off to find people to help Mando rebuild. I can see Mandalore. the Mandalorian striking back. All of them, the children of the Watch striking back against these, um, the Empire Remnants. Everybody coming together. Yeah. I mean, eventually back. it's going to happen, but I can see this. Yeah, episode. eventually. Well, yeah, I so said there's going to be this conflict between them until that's resolved. But and that's resolved. Dave Filoni's writing this episode, so I'm like, is Sabine Wren going to make a show? Like, that's my question. Do we see Sabine yeah. Wren? Good question. Good question. I don't know. He he also writes one more episode for Chapter 7. Um, he hasn't written any other ones. So he's written, or not Chapter 7, Chapter 23, which is Episode 7 of Season 3. And then he's written the next one. Carl Weathers is the director, so do we see Grief Cargo? That's my other question too. Yeah, there's so they have they have so many ends to go to, and I think this is what just a good job of writing, right? It was like when you were first watching. I just compare this to Game of Thrones because a lot of people say it's like the new Game of Thrones. It's what everybody's. It's a slower burning. It's a slower. I don't think I would say show. it's Game of Thrones. Game it's of Thrones. not like Game of Thrones is gory. I guess there's a lot of that, but like uh, it's a slower burning show that people don't know where it's going. It's it's very Game of Thrones like when it comes to like people watching. Yeah, but I don't know if it, it's. I wouldn't say it's like the next but, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I guess yeah, whatever. But you know, it, it's a very slower, newer building zone where a lot of people just guessing. Yeah, I have no idea. Well, Game of Thrones, there was a, definitely a clear path of like where to go. Yeah, if you the books, there was a clear path. Where the, this one it is written so well, it's like I have no idea. I have, I generally do. And not you just know. want to know, like, where are they going with this man? And I like every <laughs> What's episode. Happening? Who are like, these characters? What are they building? Who's this guy? Who's going to become? Which, yeah. What's Bo-Katan doing here? I love the fact that it's post. She uh, good? She bad? Post original trilogy, post Return of the Jedi, because like it, there is a thirty year gap where we have no idea what really happened. The sequel trilogy, that lore kind of sucks in general. So there's so much space to fill out. Yeah, and, and they said like Grogu is only fifty years old, like you said. What I'm hoping is they kind of rewrite that last trilogy. Grogu and, and Ray. They they said something else. Grogu and Ray could be best friends. They could literally do this fifty years in the future with like Ray coming back and Ray and Grogu are like the Jedi. Yeah, I mean, they could do something. Yeah, they could do something wild. That's what, that's what I'm hoping for. I think, I, I think they really. I don't know. It's just a they're reviving Star Wars, and it feels like it's revived to me because I'm so involved in the universe, like I used to be before they. Built I'm it. in. I'm like Bad Batch, yeah. and I'm like ready to play Old Republic since I have a lot more time. I'm like I'm like into Star Wars. So my hospital visit, I'm like all Star Wars. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it's the same way. And there's not even films. There's no films to like be announced. We have no films. It's just. Which I think maybe they should just continue this way. I'm all in for like Mandalorian, yeah. Mandalorian and or one more season of Andor. Like I'm Ahsoka's coming out too. I don't I don't know if it's coming late this year or yeah, if it's dude, coming next I'm in. year. Alright. Uh I don't think I have any more questions. You? You have any more thoughts? Uh the one thought I did have, because we were talking about cloning a lot and things, yep. and I, I think I mentioned this once because if anybody knows like the original Latin meanings and stuff, the words so if we go down to like the meaning, and they talk about this too in the show, Grogu means the child. Okay. You might just continue his name to be Grogu, right? Yeah. And then Yoda's name means hero. So is that like legit their actual names, or do you think there is a connection of some sort of capacity to these characters? Hmm. I still wouldn't be surprised if Grogu, if Yoda is a surname. 
yeah, I just don't, I don't know. It's, it's a good question. I've been wondering that too because obviously you don't bring a character. Everybody has like, everyone's dream or my dream was not watching Star Wars. I always grew up loving Yoda and Yoda was one of my mm-hmm. favorite characters ever built. So it's kind of that, that I always wanted to know about their people because that was the only one. Now we brought another one in. No, there's, like, no, there's two. There, there's two. There's Yoda and the Yaddle. Oh, yeah. Nah, there's two, but yeah. There's two, but you don't know anything about them. Like, who are these? What is the species? The, the, what is the species? What is this? It's literally called the Yoda species. That's what they call it. Yeah, because they don't. Yeah, exactly. So. And then Disney was like, oh, why is everyone calling baby Yoda? It's like, because you yeah, name the species. Then if you, yeah, if you, you look at the... The, the meanings of the child and hero so it's a mm-hmm. hero species maybe <laughs> you know, just kind of curious like is this is there going to be a connection is there not Are what does Yaddle mean Do you know, did you ever look that up no but it's something about it's probably some hero oh uh, save it for next episode save it for yeah, next, save episode. next episode I should look it up alright yo something is probably something hero yeah so I'm like excited alright last thing series so far this season uh, I think we gave four or four or four minus for the first season, four plus for the second one. This one's. I'm trying to put four. I think this one's a four minus four territory. What do you think? Yeah, we're at four minus territory right now. It depends where they end it and where they go. Like, is that, they're building it's, a lot of story. So if they do really good. A lot of exposition, a lot of story, it's great. All right. So. I think it's about time. We'll call it. Thank you for checking in to Don't Evolve Me, Mandalorian Season 3, Episode 3, Chapter 19, The Convert. I really need an outro. All right. This has been your host, Jake Sherbing, and your guest. Me, Mario, Don Johnson. (laughs) This is the way. This is the way.